Well, hello. So I hesitate to say like happy Tuesday or happy Thursday, because I know if you're like any, you know, if you're anything like me, you probably aren't listening to this podcast on the day (laughs) that it was released. So regardless, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. As you know, every week I try to create this ideas to implement episode, which is essentially the action items. Like, you know, like let's get down to brass tacks. What do you actually need to physically do next to implement the ideas from this week's longer podcast episode? And of course, this week was all about re-onboarding existing clients and updating the way that you do business. And really the idea behind this episode was inspired by a conversation I was having with a client. And, you know, she was just kind of sharing, like, it's been a while, right? Like, I'm doing business so differently now than I did three years ago, five years ago, seven years ago, right? She's been doing this a long time. And we were talking about how her clients that she onboarded years and years and years ago maybe don't have a full understanding of what her business is now and how to engage with her now and sort of what the expectations of that engagement look like. So we talked about the idea of re-onboarding and essentially re-onboarding is just re-educating. Like if you go back to the whole episode that we did on onboarding, re-onboarding is kind of just like doing that again. So in this episode, we talked about when it makes sense to re-onboard, how to introduce it in a way that makes sense, what's included in onboarding. Uh, I gave some examples of language that just works and makes sense to re-onboard existing clients. You know, And really what we're trying to do is drive maybe some sort of behavior change, or we're just wanting to re-educate and make sure that our clients know hey, look how awesome we are now. Look how our business has changed. Look what we're, you know, products and services we're offering now that we weren't offering six, seven years ago. Look at our capabilities now versus three years ago when you started working with us. So what are the actionable items? What are the takeaways? And hey, if you're new here, I'm Libby Grywe. I should probably do that, huh? <laughs> if you're new here, I'm Libby Grywe. Welcome to the Efficient Advisor Podcast. I started, grew, and sold a solo advisor financial planning practice that I grew to seven figures while working just three days a week. I am obsessed with helping other advisors do the same, essentially work more efficiently, work more effectively, and frankly, work more enjoyably. So I'm here just to walk alongside you and to help you really figure out what is that one right next step for my business? What is the one right next thing that I can implement right away to either scale, organize, or streamline my financial planning practice? I'm pretty much you know, just obsessed with systems and processes so that you can build a business and a life that you love. And you know the kind of business I'm talking about, the business that you're running instead of it running you. Okay, awesome. Now that we got that intro business out of the way, let's keep diving into the actionable items. So the first thing we really need to do is determine what has changed in your business, what has changed in your branding, and I don't mean like your logo or anything like that, like genuinely like who you are, your identity as an advisor and your team's identity how clients are going to engage with you since you've onboarded clients a few years ago. What's new? What's different? What do you want to make sure you're communicating? Do you have a new niche? Are you 
you know, charging for stuff now that maybe you weren't charging for years ago. Uh, whatever it is that you're wanting to articulate, we got to sit down and really write out what's changed. And often this re-onboarding is just really reintroducing your business to your clients and saying, hey, we've gotten more sophisticated. We've gotten better. I've added these designations. Like, look, here's what we've been doing to improve on our end. And, you know, just to make sure that we can still work really effectively with you. And I know I gave a gazillion examples um, of onboarding ideas in the episode and in episode number 44, the first 100 days, all about onboarding. So I won't bore you with the details. Go back to the, the main episode to get those, you know, little the little minutiae or the language. But really the first thing you need to do is identify what has changed. Step number two is figure out your language. How do you want to present this in a client-centered way? And then three, what's involved? What do you actually need? Do you want to create a welcome packet? Does this need to go on all of the agendas for the year? Does it go to certain clients or is this everybody? And really determining like what actually has to happen. So let's say you're like, okay, I want to have a folder for every re-onboarding that I'm doing. So I'm just going to do it in conjunction. It doesn't have to be its own standalone meeting. In fact, I would recommend that it not be. I'd recommend that it's just like a tack on, like kind of a first thing on the agenda when you're doing a review or something like that. And really figure out, okay, let's say you want a folder. What needs to be in there? Like, okay, let's make sure the banking information is updated. Let's make sure we have a new expectations of our engagement. Maybe you have a new menu of services. Maybe you have a new fee structure or your fee structure looks different than it did. Whatever it is, figure out what you need to actually do in order to make those re-onboarding meetings. So what's changed? What is it that you are doing differently that you want to make sure your current clients know? Number two, how do you want to communicate that? What's the language that you're going to do? And number three, like what's the actual how of you're going to execute it? When, where, how? So this advisor and I were chatting and we're like, do we make it a first quarter theme? And it's like, well, really, you should just be doing this all year long. Like, right, you're not going to see all of your clients in that first quarter. So why don't we just make it, hey, first meeting of the year with every single client is a re-onboarding unless you've onboarded them within the last two years. So something along those lines. So figuring out the actual like, you know, like the brass tacks, the actual like to-do items to actually execute. So I hope you consider a re-onboarding experience for your clients in 2023. And I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. And don't forget to join me over in the Efficient Advisor community on Facebook or uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. Those are the two places that I like to hang out and interact with you guys. So thank you for your time and attention today. And I will talk to you next week.